Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. There was probably no other war that affected the American psyche as much as the Vietnam War. Many Americans may not understand is if you go to Vietnam and if you say to them like, oh, the Vietnam War, the Vietnamese may look at you because here they call it the American War. And I remember the first time I heard that as an American, it kind of took me back a bit. And I thought, no, this wasn't the American War. This was the Vietnam War. But the Vietnamese look at it as an American war because we as Americans were on their soil here, you know, basically fighting for a dispute, which many Vietnamese saw as an internal dispute between North and South. And we have American blood on this land of Vietnam because of that. One of the reasons why the Vietnam War was such a divisive war was because of the draft that happened in America. You know, as many of you may know, I live here in Hanoi, Vietnam. Last uh, Sunday, I was outside uh, at the park where I normally go to. There's a lovely park near my house, and I bring my dog. And there's another, uh, there's a young young kid there, and he's actually a music um, a concert pianist who's studying music. And we've become friendly. He speaks very good English. He he lives near me. And he has a dog that's a German Shepherd. And so we sometimes get talking. And last Sunday, we're sitting on a bench and we, we got talking a bit about Vietnam and America. And we somehow got on the subject of the Vietnam War or the American War. And I, you know, sort of said to him, I said, well, you know, for a lot of Americans, this is a war that is still considered a very bitter war in their, in their minds. And I told them a story about a friend of mine who got drafted into the Vietnam War and who told me that one day he was in a Home Depot somewhere in Texas and suddenly found himself surrounded by a bunch of Vietnamese and heard the speaking of Vietnamese and he had a panic attack. And this is like how many years after the war he's still having a panic attack or PTSD. So this war was a war that affected many people and is still affecting them even today. And one of the reasons why was because the Vietnam War was a war where Americans were being Many Americans are being forced against their will or being drafted into the war. You know, a draft or conscription is never quite a popular thing. But during the Vietnam War era, about two-thirds of American soldiers served were volunteers. But then about one-third were conscripted through a military draft that was administered by the Selective Service System. But this draft was with a, without a lot of its problems because, um, you know, a lot of people were, you know, were, were suddenly they didn't want to be drafted. So they found ways to not become drafted. Their families had money or were able to, um, to somehow, you know, somehow ensure they weren't, didn't become drafted. So for a long time, there was sort of a lot of, um, corruption within the draft itself. In the early stages of the draft, the names of the eligible American men were collected by the Selective Secret Service. When an individual's name was collected, he was required to appear before a local draft board and a group comprised of members from the local com you know, community. And then these guys would decide whether or not this guy would be drafted or not. So a lot of it became you know, influenced upon upon whether or not the family had influence. Did they know the people on the draft board? Maybe they could influence them in some way. So the makeup of the American troops in Vietnam were predominantly working class, 55%, 
with 25% identified as poor and the 20% coming from middle-class backgrounds. The, you know, the soldiers came from mostly the urban and agricultural regions. So, you know, there was so much public criticism that happened over this draft that so many Americans were unhappy because they felt like there was this unfairness that was going on. People that had money, that had influence, that were, you know, able to be in college, that could get certain deferments, were able, you know, not to be drafted. A great example of this was, you know, uh, President Donald Trump was, you know, drafted and was able to be deferred uh, for, for some foot reasons or for something else where other other people had to serve. So there's still a lot of people today that are saying like, look, I had to serve, but somebody else next to me didn't have to serve because they had money and influence and they were able to be deferred. So this changed on December 1st, 1969. On that day, the, the Selective Secret Service initiated two lottery drawings. And this was the first type of drawing since World War II. It decided to order for the draft-eligible men born between 1944 and 1950 you know, to report for potential induction in 1970. So the lottery kind of operated on a birth date system, assigning numbers to each date in the year, including February 29th. So men with lower numbers faced a higher likelihood of being called for service. You know, the, the same thing continued 1970, 1971, until 1972, and this ended in 1973. So, the, you know, there's 10 reasons why the draft was so prob problematic and why even still today, you know, in Americans, this is why the Vietnam War, or if you're living here, the American War, is still a war that is rife with problems, reasons why a lot of people are still upset by this war. First of all, it'd be the social economic inequality that there's disproportionately people of lower incomes that working class families that were being drafted than those of higher or, or families that had influence and had money. Uh, many people that were morally opposed to the war that they, you know, they found it unethical and they, they were refusing to be able to, to, um, uh, you know, they, they, they were saying, like, I refused to fight in the war. So they were, you know, considered to be deserters. Many of them went to Canada. And it was actually President Jimmy Carter who, uh, when he came into office, he basically said that they've all been, um, you know, forgiven, that they could come back to America, that they were be, would no longer be considered traitors or, or treasonous. There was a racial bias. A lot of African-Americans and Hispanic men were actually drafted into this war. Uh, wealthy and influential families sometimes use their resources or connections to secure deferment for their children. You know, they, that, this you know, created the system that favored the privileged, that favored the wealthy. Many of the young men had to abandon um, education, jobs, families on a short notice. There were a lot of public protests and civil unrest. A lot of the men who came back from serving in Vietnam felt like they were ostracized from society, that a lot of people uh, weren't really happy with their service. They didn't like the fact that they were in Vietnam. There were a lot of a huge protests going on for people even like um, Jane Fonda, the, the, you know, the famous movie star, was, you know, was known by a lot of the soldiers as Hanoi Jane because she was out there protesting the war. There's a lot of questions about the legality. Like, was the draft really illegal? Was it really legal to be done? And there was, you know, this tarnished international um, image. 
the draft and the manner in which it was conducted drew you know, international criticism. So it fueled a lot of anti-American sentiment around the world. There were a lot of people who were not happy with Americans because of the fact that they were there in Vietnam. They felt like they should not be there. And because of this draft. And the draft had a lasting scar on the American psyche. As I was saying last Sunday on the bench to my Vietnamese friend who you know, who had never, you know, gone through the war here, who was born after the war, born in an era of of freedom and choice and other things here in Vietnam. As I said to him, I said, you need to understand that for many Americans, they, they feel like this war had a great, like, black stain on America and on our country, and they still feel it today. But I did say to him, and this is what I've said to many people, that in all my years of living here in Hanoi, I have never felt any animosity towards me as an American. And sometimes here I see, you know, older men who have wheelchairs, who can hardly walk, who I assume probably were maybe something happened to them in the war. They smile at me, they wave at me, they say hello to me, and they never complain to me that because I am an American. And I think that's a great testament to the country here in Vietnam, that never once have I felt any animosity towards myself or felt like my life was in danger because I am an American and I'm living here and I'm working here in Vietnam or I'm traveling here. And that's a great testament to the Vietnamese people that they've been able to in many ways get over this war and to be able to move on. This is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and that you'll go out and live your life as a global citizen because that's what this is all about, living your life as a global citizen. I'll put a link below into my blog about the Vietnam War draft and what did it mean if you're interested to be able to read more. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And thank you to our team, especially Rico, for help making this podcast possible.